Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system. And you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want to Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Aaron Kasher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere. Also, you can check out our podcast on those apps. And, of course, the podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. And, of course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. On today's program, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. All ready for you. All are open this evening for you to get out there and get a, get a fantastic meal. Uh, Sean Vazan of Fox State Sports will join us at 435. And uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig of the four aforementioned restaurants uh, will be with us at around 510 this afternoon. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports features Jude Young of CrestedCitySports.com, the voice of the uh, of UNO Athletics, and also all access right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, that is tomorrow, every Thursday, live broadcast, 1 p.m. on LAE. That's WLAE-TV here in New Orleans. Also, live streaming on the LAE YouTube page. Uh, we have our first rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV on Thursday night. Uh, that is 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Uh, also, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican oh. Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m., Pelican Sports Television. Uh, a lot to get into today. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, the Pels. We'll talk about the possibility of what Christian Clark reported yesterday, that Zion could need a second surgery on his injured foot. We'll get into that. Jay Gruden is interviewed for the uh, Saints uh, offensive coordinator job. And there are reports out there that Pete Carmichael may have a change of heart and is reconsidering uh, the offensive coordinator's job here in, in New Orleans with the Saints. So we'll get into that. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll have uh, Sean and Scott on the program. But don't forget again about the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit, New Orleans Magazines. And, of course, you um, the best of Food Network's diners, drivers, and dives. You see Scott on the small screen everywhere. Uh, open seven days a week for you, 3701 Iberville. Uh Come on in, enjoy lunch and dinner specials each and every day. Sunday brunch, that is award-winning. Award-winning pizza from that Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven. Incredible poor boys. And a menu that has something for everyone. Um, you know, from, again, a the most underrated hamburger in the city to an incredible muffalata uh, to, uh, again, the build-your-own pasta dishes. And then, of course, every single day, uh, a different special for you. Uh, today, Mama Mary's Meatloaf, uh, and also, again, tonight, Bradley Del Pivido's uh, Barbecue Night over at Katie's. Uh, to find out about catering, uh, the upcoming Endymion Parade, or, again, uh, the, to be able to get in and, and enjoy a great meal, katiesinmidcity.com is, is the website. S-C-O-T uh, at katiesinmidcity.com is how you can uh, contact Scott directly. Uh, don't forget about our Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, an incredible deli. Uh, St. Louis-style deli with, again, family recipes that go back to Scott's mother-in-law uh, and her family uh, coming out of St. Louis. Great Italian food for you, uh, but, again, so much more. Muffaladas, poor boys, uh, great sandwiches that, again, that go back to Kaz, but also, again, have a touch of Katie's flavor as well as St. Louis. Uh, One-of-a-kind items that you can get there from St. Louis uh, that you won't get anywhere else in the city of New Orleans. Family meals. Uh, this is um, an alert for anyone out there, again, that's, you know, you got a family and, and you're feeling guilty about having to go through the, the fast food line. Uh, pick up a family meal over at, at uh, Francesca. Uh, it's nutritious. It's good. You'll have something left over maybe for seconds. And, again, that way you're giving your family a nutritious meal when you're bringing them out to the ball game. Maybe, again, you've got dance. 
You got all extracurricular activities after school. This is a great way to keep, again, the family fed with a nutritious meal. And don't forget about their daily specials as well. Uh, on Bienvenue on Hickory, uh, open six days a week now. But, again, you can also rent out the restaurant. Uh, don't forget contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes, fresh Louisiana seafood always, daily specials for you. And, of course, 467 Hickory Avenue. Uh, dine indoors, dine outdoors, 305-4792. That's 504-305-4792 to inquire more. Uh, again, you can go to the uh, website, bienvenueharahan.com, and check out the entire menu and everything you need to know about uh, what's going on over at Bienvenue, all part of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right, as I mentioned, as we opened up with our headlines, uh, yesterday, if you read the article, it uh, was you know, comparing uh, uh, Jai Morant with um, – with Zion Williamson and, and, of course, the first overall pick uh, in that article in the, in the Picayune uh, Advocate on NOLA.com, Christian Clark uh, spoke about or wrote about, pardon me, um, that the, the Pels were desperately trying to get up to get the first two picks uh, and bring John Morant along with uh, Zion Williamson to New Orleans. That didn't work out. Morant's had an incredible uh, 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 first few years in the league. Uh, he has lifted – uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies into the third overall seed in in, in the in the uh, in the uh, in the Western Conference, and you know more importantly, again, it, it's they have drafted so well. Now, look, they've drafted high as the Pelicans have, but they've drafted so well and have gotten pieces that again that fit together, and, and guys that have gotten better. Right? I mean, you've seen the players on that team. Uh, that, that, that have gotten better each and every year with, with that coaching staff. Um, they, they settled on a coach earlier than, than the Pels. The Pels have gone through three coaches in three years. Looks like they've got their guy now in Willie Green, but it's taken a while. And, of course, they haven't had the injury situation they've had here in New Orleans with Zion. Really interesting article. But as part of that article, the uh, Christian Clark reported uh, that uh, Zion Williamson may, be, may need – uh, a second surgery on the injured foot, which would keep him out for the rest of the year. Um, now, there's another report out there that says that Zion is getting in game shape in Portland right now and, and, and may be available for the stretch run. Who knows, okay? Um, because there, there's not been a lot of transparency when, when it comes to Zion Williamson. Look, what can be said about Zion at this point is that, that has not already been said on, on this show by this host, right? Do I want to see him back? post-All-Star break to make a run for the playoffs? Well, yes, of course I do, okay? Uh, is he necessary to make the 10th seed? No, he's not. He's not. He's not necessary to make the 10th seed. Now, is he necessary to make the 10th seed and maybe make a run in the playoffs? Absolutely. But I don't think, again, it's necessary for Zion to get back on the court for this team to make the 10th seed. They have enough talent to be able to do that. But what we're seeing right now is with this Pelican team is something that I've spoken about all season. And, and, again, I've spoken about it in the context of Zion returning, okay, not knowing that they were going to make a blockbuster deal at the trading deadline. And, look, they brought in an incredible player in C.J. McCollum, all right? But there's a transition period when a team makes a trade, okay, or a ball-dominant player returns from injury. Case in point, the Pelicans are, again, 1-4 since C.J. McCollum, uh, again, hit the floor for the Pels. Look, he's not the problem, okay? He's not, an, he's not the issue here. Okay, um, his teammates are adjusting to to CJ right now. That's the issue. Okay, he's scoring, he's rebounding, he's facilitating, he's playing his game. Okay, and it's not like he's again he's a selfish player. He's far from it. Um, 
He may be the most dynamic guard they've had on this team since Chris Paul. He's a guy that, again, when, when he's on the floor, will lift all boats, right? I mean, that's just the type of player he is. But his teammates were used to having Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker on the floor and, and their responsibilities on the floor. And it's been that way through and through again most of the season. And if you've been, if they, you know, if you look at it, even before Willie Green was here, a lot of these guys have had played together, right, including Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, coming over again from the Lakers in that trade. But it's different now, okay? Tony Snell's getting minutes, and rightly so. Again, he's starting to get his stroke back. They need another three-point shooter. He's got some length. He can play defense. So, again, you want to see him back on the floor. Look, Deontay Graham is affected by this, I think, more than anybody else. Because, again, a lot of his shots come in the area where, again, uh, he like where he likes the ball, where CJ likes the ball as well. We're seeing more Garrett Temple on the floor now with Hart in Portland, okay? So, you know, there's a different configuration to what we're seeing right now in terms of minutes, when guys are playing, what their responsibilities are, maybe what they're trying to do when, they, when, when again, they should be staying within their game. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. This is up to Willie Green. To, again, he has to reconfigure, uh, again, his rotation. Those roles change now, right? Especially, again, with guys leaving and guys coming in. When you lose good players and you bring in good players, roles are going to change. And we're seeing that with C.J. McCollum right now, uh, with Tony Snell. And, and ultimately, if Larry Nance Jr. comes back in four to six weeks, like they're saying, uh, from that knee injury, there'll be another transition as he moves into the lineup. You know, uh, in terms of, again, learning to play with his teammates, what his role is going to be. But these are all professional basketball players, okay? Uh, they all do certain things well. But how do you mesh in terms of a team concept? That's the issue here. Now, if and when Zion returns, there's going to be another transition, okay? And I've talked about it all along to accommodate his skill set. The spacing on the floor is going to be different. You know, uh, when you look at it, Valanchunas, to me, is going to be the most effective going forward with, with, um, with Zion on the floor. But again, it will affect everyone. Rotations are going to be different. Rules are going to change. So then you're setting up another transition period that's no different than what we're seeing right now with CJ. No different. That's why, again, again, the sooner the better if Zion is going to return to get him back. As far as missing the playoffs, let me say this right now. That is not an option for this team right now, okay? Not after you made the deal with C.J. McCollum. It's not an option, okay? Your first-round pick is, is one to five protected. So that means that, again, the Pels have to have be extremely lucky, okay, as being, you know, probably, again, one, they would be very, very close to the 10th seed based on what we're seeing right now, right, and, and just miss the playoffs. So then you're saying that, again, the ping-pong balls have to, have to, have to be able to uh, fall your way because you only have the chance to be able to get that one through five protected first-round pick because of the uh, trading that pick for the McCollum deal and also the Graham deal based on, again, where, where that pick is going to land, right? Because of that, there are only two second-round picks available for the Pels this year, okay? So... If they're not in the tournament, chances are they won't have enough ping-pong balls to get a top-five selection. Can't lose another injury-riddled season with Zion and not be able to add another valuable piece to this team. That would be a double whammy. And look, I'm one that's all for second-round picks. I'm the guy that's been carrying the flag for second-round picks, okay, when people laughed. And, of course, Herb Jones shows up, and you see again how good a second-round pick could be. Uh, they're assets. They're assets to add to deals. Uh, but you surely don't want to, want to have to be in a situation where, you, you know, you're dealing with two second-round picks this year and you don't have a chance to add another piece to this puzzle. I mean, I'm talking about a top piece, uh, you know, a, a lottery-type piece. Um, 
So we'll see how that kind of plays out. So the, the, there is no failure is not an option here for the Pelicans. They have to make the playoffs here because the chance of them getting uh, getting the, the get those pink balls balls going their way one to five are, are, are nil, nil. It's hard to get. Look, Lightning is struck with Anthony Davis. Lightning is struck with Zion. And it's not striking a third time, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. And then there's the lack of transparency with Zion, which is an issue. And it's been an issue throughout this whole season, okay? Look, he was the preordained face of the franchise. He should have spoken to the fans by now, okay? The last time we heard from him was in training camp when he expected not to be out too long. And that was it. They whisked him away, never to be heard from again. Yes, there have been some statements put out, this and that, okay? But, but at the, you know, there was the... Uh, Instagram post with him dribbling the ball down down the court a few weeks ago, but we've heard nil, nothing, zilch from, from Zion Williamson, okay? So he's not been a part of this Willie Green culture shift. He hasn't been around, okay? So we've seen this team transform under Willie Green. We've seen the buy-in, okay, with this team. We've seen this team, again, love each other. Show the love. I mean, you, know, you don't just see, you don't see guys like Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker sitting in the stands not wanting to be traded on the day after they're traded to be able to cheer their teammates on, right? That just doesn't happen. There's been a culture shift within that Pelicans organization now with Willie Green. Zion has not bought in because he's not been here. He, he has not been here. He's not, he's not been involved in this. He's not seen it. He's not felt it. So it, it's organic. It had to grow. And he's not been part of this. So to me, the most important piece of this puzzle is something that, again, that I have said, maybe alone in this market, and that's kind of what I've called him out on, okay? Uh, and that is, and I will continue to do that by, as, as well. Let me say this. What has Zion done to expand his game? If you remember, when season ended last year, one of the first things I talked about was this dude, as dominant as he is in the middle, has to be able to, again, transform his game. He's got to expand his game, okay? Has he developed that mid-range shot, okay? I've said it before. He has to be a double-digit rebounder. He has to. A guy that's that close to the basket, that, that again, that, that is a physical specimen like he is, has the ability to rebound like he does, rebounding is about effort. He has to be able to be a double-digit rebounder every night. What has he done to improve on the defensive end, okay? Has he been – look, I know that, again, he hasn't had, had, had the ability, again, to maybe run, but what has he done? Has he been in the film room, learning defensive concepts, understanding that, again, wh- how the Pels want to play defense? Is he, is, he, is he at least getting this, again, from a, from, from a film, point stand, uh, film, film stand, uh, standpoint uh, and, and being able to, again, get better that way so that he's at least learning – you know, mentally getting into the game, even if he can't, can't physically do it right now. And we don't know if he can physically do it or not because, again, there's been no transparency. We have no idea what's going on in Portland. He's a one-dimensional player right now. He can score around the basket. Now, again, he's been unstoppable, but the great ones expand their game in the offseason, right? We've had three offseasons, and we've seen little or no growth in the game of, of Zion Williamson. Now, again... That has been retarded. His progress has been retarded by what? Often injured. No doubt about that. But again, there are some things that he has to do. But we haven't seen the, the growth to his game. Not just physically, but also mentally. And to me, that again, that is the number two issue again behind being often injured. What are you doing to expand your game? Even in the limited amount of, 
of, of, of time you can get on the floor. There are things mentally you can do. You can learn. Things that, again, that you didn't get in one year at Duke. That you didn't get here, again, under uh, Alvin Gentry, who played no defense. And, and uh, under Stan Van Gundy, who was tuned out by the team. There's a new culture in New Orleans. These guys play defense. Again, they hustle. They play for each other. And I'm not saying Zion was, cannot be a piece of that because he's been beloved with this team. But, again, he hasn't been here. And that's been an issue. Now, I said before, I have no issue with him being in Portland. If he's got the best um, in the business, working on that foot, evaluating that foot every day, and rehabbing that foot and trying to get back on, on the floor. But at the end of the day, let's face it, there's been a culture change in New Orleans, and he hasn't been part of it. All right, I do want to shift gears for from for a moment and, and talk about the, the Saints and, and, and Pete Carmichael. Look, I'm interested to see who the offensive coordinator is going to be because we know the OC's got to come before the quarterback because you got to figure out what system you're going to play. Look, I'm on the record saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, the one thing that Peyton did leave is, again, his offense, that blueprint for success. Now, he left this team in, in – in, 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 in bad shape when it comes to wide receiver position, the tight end position, when it comes to the quarterback position. I mean, the skill positions, he pretty much left this, this, this team uh, in a lurch. But, again, it is what it is. Um, Pete Carmichael is said now to have a change of heart about the offensive coordinator's job. Hey, great news, right? Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Carmichael was, was Peyton's right hand, okay, in his tenure here in New Orleans. And in, 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 if you really look at it realistically, is is as responsible for, for the Peyton offense as Peyton and Breeze because he's been here every step of the way. He had the number one offense in the league in 2012 when Peyton sat out. He called all the plays. He's called the plays at times, but Peyton, again, uh, feeling that it's his offense. And, 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 again, look, let's face it, Peyton a, is a play-calling genius. He wanted the play-calling back. Nobody's going to argue that. But Carmichael's been able to do it. I don't want to see this offense change. Um, tweaked? Yes, I got no problem with tweaking it. But I, but not changed. I'm on the record pleading for an upgrade in talent on offense and not bringing in a new system. But either you're all the way in or you're out. See, that's what I don't get here, okay? If Carmichael had reservations on whether he wanted the, the one that was up for the job, okay, that he, they was, he wanted the job, he was up for the job, and, and, and the challenge in a post-Payton and a post-Breeze era, Maybe he's not the man for the job. I mean, just being honest. Yes, I understand that the buzzword has been continuity out on airline drive. I get it, okay? I'm, I'm right there. Again, look, if you're, if you're elevating from within, David, with, 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 again, Dennis Allen, then you want to make sure that, again, you keep your coaching staff intact, uh, that you try to keep this team together. We know that, look, now it's between 71 and 79. It seems, seems to go up every single day in terms of, again, uh, the, 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 the cap on where the Saints are in terms of, again, having to make cap room. Uh, Catherine Terrell reported today that the Saints have $100 million in contracts in which they, in which they, can, uh, in which they can maneuver around to be able to open up cap room. I've been saying that since the end of the season. Don't worry about it. Okay, when Mickey Loomis signs a contract, especially with his stars, he leaves wiggle room in there to be able to open up cap room for, for issues just like this because they kick the can down the road constantly. But, again, you're in a situation where, ultimately, your team is going to stay together. You're hoping you keep your coaching staff together. You want continuity. At least that's what we're hearing out, out of Airline Drive. But if Carmichael has to be talked into the job, he's not the man for the job. 
no matter what his experience is at this point, okay? Now, I'm going to say this right now. Dennis Allen's choices for interviews so far don't move the needle with me, okay? Just don't. I mean, if you can get an Eric Bieniemy here uh, in New Orleans, and, and again, he's willing to use the knowledge that he's had in Kansas City and other stops uh, to enhance what, again, we have in New Orleans here with Peyton's offense, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for it. But who knows if that's even going to happen. That could be a pipe dream at this point, okay? But to me, that's the best choice so far that I've seen. Now, Jay Gruden, again, he interviewed yesterday. Um, Obviously, he's got offensive skins on the wall. But I'm telling you right now, to me, it's better to have an offensive coordinator that is salivating for the challenge than one that needs to be pressured into taking on the challenge. And that's why, again, when I saw that report today that Carmichael may be reconsidering and maybe want to take on the offensive coordinator's job, I'm like, well, dude, either you're in or you're out. Either you're in or you're out. If, if it's too big for you in a, in a, in a post-Payton and post-Breeze era, well, then it's too big for you. Take a subordinate role, throw your knowledge in there of the system, and let somebody else coordinate. But I think that has to be, has to be hashed out. You can't be halfway in you got to be all the way in when it comes to the NFL. You know, the players will get it. Other coaches will get it. So it's going to be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out. I'm interested to see when this is going to get done. I know there are some out there that, again, love the fact that, that again, that Dennis Allen is taking his time. I've said at this point, come on, man. This is, today's the February the 16th. Uh, you've had more than enough time to do your interviews. Uh, you, 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 at this point, you got to be able to ha- at least have a a, a – a, feeling on, again, the direction you're going to go. Are you going to elevate within when it comes to the defensive side of the ball? You know, uh, And then are you going to call the plays? I mean, that's another part of this. You know, a lot of defensive coordinators don't want to be defensive coordinators in name only. Now, again, you may be able to get away with that, um, you know, here in New Orleans uh, be- because you've got a situation where ultimately uh, you are, are dealing with, uh, you know, some coaches like Ryan Nielsen who um, – who, again, is still moving up the, the, the coaching ranks and maybe, well, again, to have that title of defensive coordinator and, and, and have some input in it would not have an issue and, again, not calling the game on Sundays. I don't know if, if again, Richard or Richard, however you want to explain, uh, uh, pronounce his name, would be, would be in that mix. I'm not sure if you bring a, a guy in from outside that that guy from the outside is going to want to say, wait a minute, uh, I, I'm defensive coordinator name only? So that's got to be figured out. And then the offensive coordinator has got to be figured out as well. You know, are you going with an RPO? Are you, are you going, again, are you trying to dumb down uh, Peyton's offense? Especially, again, we were, we were hearing about yesterday with uh, Robert Prince with, again, his route tree uh, that they used at Boise State, Boise State as opposed to, again, what, what they're using here in New Orleans, which is, again, you've got to be smart. You've got to have a high football IQ to play in the Peyton offense. And you've got to be disciplined. And we've seen this offense be, again, one of the best offenses in the NFL since Peyton, again, took the helm here in New Orleans. Peyton's gone. He's not going to be the guy calling the plays. Okay, his stature on, on, on the sidelines that would will this team to win at times, it's gone. Drew Brees is in the booth. He's been there for a year. He's not coming out of retirement, okay, to be able to again, take the Saints to, again for a second chance at the Super Bowl. You gotta, you're going to have to, at this point, figure out who your quarterback's going to be. But before you do that, you've got to figure out your staff. So I'm hoping, again, by the end of the week that we'll figure that out. So the Saints can start taking the next steps on the direction they're going to go. First of all, the quarterback. Then, again, upgrading this offense, especially the skill positions. 
figure out what they're going to do in a defensive backfield with, with Marcus Williams. And, and then, again, at this point, uh, you know, prepare for the draft. Prepare for free agency to try to upgrade the roster because, again, I'll say it as we close, they're not that far away. But the right choices have to be made. And as far as the coordinator position, you've got to have somebody, again, that's where to put the energy in 24-7, 365. It's not a part-time job, okay? Just not. Okay, you got to be all the way in. So whether it's going to be elevating from within on the defensive side of the ball and, and again, the parameters of, again, who that new defensive coordinator will be or on the offensive side of the ball, whether you're going outside the, outside of the, um, the Saints organization or, again, the Peyton tree or, again, you decide to, again, allow Carmichael to take it on. Carmichael's got to be all in. Can't be hesitant. Can't be, again, uh, you know, maybe not thinking that, that you don't have the energy for the job. We shall see how it plays out. All right. We'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open for you. Go out and grab a great meal. Also, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I told you, we're in that yo-yo. Air conditioning today, by, by, at the end of the week, you'll have to use, some, uh, you'll have to use your, your heater again. If both systems are not working correctly or you have not had them serviced, Burkhardt can do that for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, need certified technician. This is Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast, now with a free drink with any breakfast sandwich purchase. Get a better breakfast at Wendy's, buy any breakfast sandwich, and get any size drink in a Wendy's cup free. Hot coffee, Diet Coke, or vanilla Frostuccino? Yes, free. Get your free drink when you buy a Wendy's breakfast sandwich today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from City Park to Orleans, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side. From just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the westbound side, right at Canal Boulevard. And look out for delays if you're traveling along the 310 going southbound from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Explore Banana Republic Factory with 50% off everything. Shop versatile tops, adventure-ready pants, and more from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, joins us each and every week at this time. Sean, how are you? Doing all right. How are you? Doing great, Sean. Sean, I was just talking a little bit about the um, the Saints and the offensive coordinator position. Um, uh, Jay Gruden is said to have, have interviewed today, I mean yesterday, uh, there was a, there's a at least a report out there that Carmichael is reconsidering uh, maybe the offensive coordinator job and you know, I'd, I'd like to get your take on both. Well, um, not surprising that they would go through the process in a name like Jay Gruden, I guess is fairly recognizable, would pop up. I know they've interviewed uh, or reportedly interviewed two others as well. And in the case of Pete Carmichael, um, if he's quote-unquote reconsidering, um, certainly that uh, is something that, you know, uh, perhaps uh, behind closed doors within the building, um, it, there's been some some chatter about, Hey man, we may need you. So, um, you know, I, this is taking a little bit, maybe a little bit longer than I thought to, to, to uh, perhaps line things up and uh, get things established and get the roles kind of defined. Because I mean, you're you're hitting crunch time here. The, the combines in a couple of weeks, but nonetheless, it's more important to get it right. Um, mm-hmm. So Dennis Allen's doing what he has to do. Um, I, I do know this: that it's an important. It's probably his most important hire is who he chooses as offensive coordinator. So he's got to get that right. So if he's taking his time, going through the process, 
maybe taking a little longer than, you know, maybe we, we expected. Um, I guess that's certainly his right to do, and I can understand why he wants to make sure he gets that right. Um, if there is a quote-unquote reconsideration of Pete Carmichael, uh, to me, that just tells me that maybe there was some discussion behind closed doors saying, hey, we may need you with this, and maybe it's time to, whatever concern you may have, uh, maybe it's time to let that go, and perhaps you can be our guy again. My concern is either you're all the way in or you're all the way out. If you got to be talked into the job, uh, you know, what's the issue? Why Why are you not in? Why would you – knowing, that again, they're trying to keep continuity within within the building. And, and again, everybody believed the heir apparent was going to be Carmichael. I mean, he's done it before. He's learned at the knee of, of, of Peyton. He's probably as much responsible for this offense as Peyton and Breeze are. You know, I mean, uh, how, why do you need to be talked into the job? That that's That would be my concern. Yeah, valid concern. Um, you know, on the surface, it almost feels like just from what you you hear and read and talk to and talk about, it almost feels like there's a little bit of a, of a hesitation because, you know, this is always the Sean Payton, Drew Brees offense, and both of those guys are gone now. Um, so what does that look like without either of those two guys? And does Pete Carmichael necessarily want to be uh, responsible for that? Because he obviously has done it through through those his entire time there, he's had one or the other, either Drew Brees or, or Sean Payton there. And uh, this is for the first time in his career he would not have either. Um, that's just me kind of thinking out loud and just kind of having some informed speculation there. But it just mm-hmm. feels like uh, it, there is a serious changing of the guard offensively. And you're two, I mean, two of the mainest of mainstays, if that's even a correct expression, um, sure. are gone. And Mm-hmm. That that's perhaps a little bit of hesitation, a little bit of fear of what that's going to look like, and um, maybe he didn't want to necessarily be responsible for that. But um, I, I don't know. Um, I do know this: they they've got to get that higher right. And I would have absolutely no problem with Pete Carmichael being the offensive coordinator, talked into it or not. Um, right. But Dennis Allen being the defensive mind guy that he is, has got to get someone he absolutely trusts at that position. Look, they, they interviewed Biennemi for six hours. They know who Biennemi is, right? Okay, if ultimately he wants to walk from Kansas City, I'm sure the doors are open here in New Orleans for him to come in and, and maybe again to add his spin to what this offense is. Uh, Robert Prince came, and, you know, he was uh, hired by the, uh, by the Cowboys, their wide receiver coach. He interviewed for the OC job. Uh, it was written this, this week uh, that, um, uh, you know, his, his Boise State, State um, um, tree is you know he comes to Boise State tree that is route tree for the wide receivers is simplified so look nobody breaks the film down in New Orleans like you do uh, one of I think one of the great things about the route tree is there are so many uh, options off that tree based on again the coverages based on what the quarterback is seeing based on the on what the receiver is seeing I don't think you need to dumb that down I think you need to get players with higher IQ uh, you know, uh, Scotty Montgomery's versed in the RPO. Uh, again, maybe you're trying to take some uh, pick, pick, pick his mind on the RPO. But again, do you even have a quarterback that play, can, that can play the RPO? I mean, uh, it's not named uh, Taysom Hill, and we've already seen the Taysom Hill experiment. So again, I'm kind of I'm, I'm a little bit miffed at you know what is he looking for in an OC? What is what these hires? Which I got to tell you right now, not not too impressive. I mean, these these interviews not too impressive. But what is he looking for? Again, I mean, I, I mean, we tried to get that out of him at his press conference, right. um, and since that time, we really haven't. There really hasn't been any rhyme or reason in terms of the the interviews that they've had, uh, in terms of what he would be looking for. At, at no point, at no point, uh, should the idea of simplifying route trees even come into the equation for the Saints' offense. That that's, that's Amen. 
I mean, that, that, that's small-time stuff. That, that's small-time stuff. You, you, I remember Drew Brees uh, being asked this at a press conference once. He said, you know, when you're dealing with a new player, you know, do you kind of kind of lower your expectation of what you're seeing, or do you try to bring that player up? He goes, oh, no, no. We try to bring that player up to our level. We don't bring our level down. We bring that player up to our level. We do what we can to get that player up to speed. We don't slow down. We get that player up to speed. That's kind of what I'm thinking with this. If that is indeed um, – the selling point? Well, I, I'm not sure how well it's gonna, that's going to fly, at least not in my opinion. For but, when I read that, uh, I'm like, you got to be kidding me here. I mean, that just doesn't make a lot of sense. You've got the blueprint for success right there in the building. And now you need to have somebody that understands it and can run it. Now, look, you can enhance it. There's nothing wrong with, again, tweaking it. We saw Peyton tweak it on a weekly basis, right? How many times did he say he stole a play from a, from a team that he saw on film a week ago, right? We've seen him do that yeah. on the fly. I don't have an issue with that. My issue is again. You, I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater with this, with this offense. I think you keep the offense, and you, you realize you, you get somebody in here that knows how they, that that can run this offense for them. But you just upgrade the talent because the talent was the problem last year, not not the system. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, and um, I, I I don't know if there's a situation like I said before. Breeze and Peyton are both gone now, so there's a, a strong realization that's going to look much different. And perhaps if that is indeed the case, you can't necessarily do the exact same things or, or use mm-hmm. the exact same foundation that you've used over the last 16 years uh, because both those guys are gone. Um, I, I don't know. Um, you know, Hiring outside of the building for that would, would certainly strengthen that case, but keeping it in-house uh, with a guy like uh, Colin Michael or bringing in someone from the outside that has ties here would certainly, you know, uh, be more of a what you know my other part of that uh, point there, but I, I just I don't know what they're looking for, and I, I really wish we had more information. But I do know this is getting to the point where uh, at some point this has got to come together, um, and this has got to be mm-hmm. you know said because it, you got to be in alignment with your OC and then your quarterback because. Right. That that that's the most that's the that's the where it goes from head coach to OC to quarterback. They all have to be in alignment with what you want, what you want to see. And so until you get that guy in, um, it really kind of it, it'll set everything in motion. But it's just not there yet. So we just kind of wait and, and see what happens. And if you're trying to woo a quarterback to New Orleans again, you want to woo him with an offense that that is going to be predicated upon, upon taking advantage of the strengths of that quarterback. You know, you're not bringing in a quarterback that's a drop back pass that's going to run the RPO. So. You got to you got to figure out what direction you're going here. And I, to me, I thought it was a no-brainer. You're keeping the Saints' offense at least again, the blueprint there. And and, then, and I thought that at that point, you know, maybe you enhance it some uh, with maybe some ideas from the outside. But uh, to me, the, the issue has always been about the talent on on, on the offensive side of the ball as, as they really concentrate on upgrading that defense. And once Breeze was gone, was gone again. He look, he, he lifted a lot of that talent, made that talent maybe a little better than it was. And, and you don't have him around anymore. So you got to figure out, again, what, what direction you're going to go with OC and then quarterback. And to, to me, I think it should have been, at this point, we should have been a little further along. Yeah. So is there an issue with the interview process? Is there an issue with, you know, convincing guys? There's a, is there an issue with uh, not being sure what you want? Is there just a simple issue of, of I want to make sure I get the right guy? I want to make sure I go through a, a, a very thorough process. It could be all of it. Um, no problem with that. Look, eventually, process. they will have an offensive coordinator. Eventually, they will right. have one, um, and right. that that person is going to have immense power and immense influence uh, within the organization in the 2022 season. So, yep. they got to get it right. But eventually, we'll get a name in, and hopefully, uh, it, it's one that can work on the football field. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Sean, we have so many names out there. 
you know, I keep hearing hometown discount for the Saints with, with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's still got a house in Tampa. They don't have a quarterback. I mean, there might be a hometown discount there. It'd be nice to be able to see what's going to happen there. Um, you know, we know now you had mentioned Derek Carr. It looks like he's going to re-sign with uh, an extension with the, uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, there are other quarterbacks out there. But, I mean, again, to, to me, um, that upper echelon quarterback, unless you're going to trade for it and give up a lot of assets, that's not available right now. I mean, and we know who they are, Rodgers and, and obviously Russell Wilson. Um, so I, yeah, I get asked about this all the time. Right. The street, in the shows. And sure. I've, I've never been, like, I've never felt less secure in what, what the direction of the Saints are going to go with the quarterback business than I do right now. Um, you know, this idea about a hometown discount for Jameis Winston is just, I mean, the guy's going to try to get a market for himself. Man, this is what he's going to do. Right. And I'm not even convinced. I feel confident in saying this. Uh, I guess not as fact, but as strongly informed opinion that you know, I saw Pitt in return. I I don't think Jameis Winston would have been the quarterback. So um, does that does, does Dennis Allen share that same thinking? I don't know, but again, it, it, there seems to be a little bit of just kind of uh, they're, they're vague in terms of you know where, the direction you're going to go, and and more than that is it, you don't even have the kind of an impression or a feeling or a vibe of where. Uh, you think they could end up going in terms of the quarterback position because um, I, there are times that I sense that outside media, Saints media, national media, they're a little higher on Jameis Winston than perhaps inside the building they were last year. I don't know how that is now. I don't know how it's going to be with a new right. offensive coordinator, but I think Jameis Winston is an option. I don't think he's a guarantee, and I think they have guys that they would probably mark as uh, a little bit higher graded and would like to get some of you know make it make a run at one of those two of those guys, but. He would certainly still be an option at, at some point. But I don't know when that point comes. And you also have the double at sort of, well, I'm not going to, if you're Jameis, I'm certainly not going to wait around just to see if you want me. If there's another no team way. wants me with a good offer, I'm going to jump on that offer and rightfully so. So, again, it feels like at least since the hiring of Dennis Allen over the last few days, what did I call it, what, a week, eight days, there is a little bit of limbo, but it will get sorted out eventually. But um, I, I don't, you got to get the offensive coordinator. Then you got to make your, your move in free agency, or um, you know, do kind of one of the, the Teddy Bridgewater type. I know they like him as well, uh, and then draft right. the guy possibly. And there's so many options, and mm-hmm. those people that ask me that on the street, I'm sorry I don't have a clearer answer for you because I just honestly don't know at this point. Sure, my, my, I'm wondering again, just out loud here, have they even stayed in touch with Jameis Winston? I mean, you know, again, a player wants to know that he's wanted and and and, and within an organization. Has that even happened? Even, again, with the, with the influx of, of coaches and everything else, has somebody from that front office reached out to James and said, look, you're still in the mix for us. We'd like to, you know, we, you know, or they just ignored him. If they're ignoring him, to me, again, that tells him that maybe he's not in the mix here. Again, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't be privy, privy to those conversations. I know he's certainly keeping his uh, rehab out there with you know, the videos that yep. he posts every, sure. uh, every so often. So clearly he wants to get back and show that he's healthy enough and can get back on the field. Uh, and lead this football team. Um, not completely uncommon in the offseason where there's kind of a distance between an organization and player players. Uh, they don't necessarily talk every single day. Um, and free agency hasn't necessarily started yet, and it's still got a couple of, what, I guess about a three or four weeks before that would even begin. So um, not completely unheard of that they hadn't necessarily had a whole lot of conversation. But uh, I know this. He's someone that they have to at least consider at some point. Have to. Uh, I just don't know no where way. he's at. The question I have is where does he land in sort of that that 
you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, I mentioned it before, um, Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater, Jameis Winston. Where, right. where does he fall in that sort of hierarchy? It would be probably go a long way in telling you um, if he's back or not because they would have other options at that point. We'll, we'll see. Got about two minutes left. Just want to throw this out. Your thoughts on C.J. McCollum thus far, again, coming over to the Pels. I said earlier I thought, with all due respect uh, to Drew Holiday, might be the best guard they brought in New Orleans since Chris Paul. He certainly knows how to put the ball in the basket, huh? I mean, he really knows how to put the ball in the basket, a natural score, and there's just a kind of smooth style to his game. I, I don't know. I, I just I, I like his game. Uh, I'm very curious to see how it blends uh, over – Say you know, give it some, give it a few more, you know, give it a couple more games and and, and, and sure. some time to kind of you know uh, get the chemistry going with the, the rest of the team. But I, he's a guy that just naturally knows how to create his own shot, put the ball in the basket. I mean, I, I don't see how you can lose with that. Just in terms of uh, it being a, a win for the, the overall you know deal that you made, I think it was totally worth it. Um, so as of now, I know they're one in three since he got here, but as of now, I love the CJ McCollum trade. Yeah, so do I. I mean, I just, I mean, I, they're going to get better. They're, they're, I talked about it in my monologue. There's going to be some cohesion eventually. Just there, There's a transition period. Anytime you bring in a player like that, there'll be a transition period if ultimately Zion comes back. Uh, before we get out of here, the report by Christian Clark yesterday that possibly Zion may need uh, a second surgery. I mean, not completely surprised. If you were banking on, on him returning, um, you know, I, I, it almost felt like at some point it was. If he comes back, great. If not, I mean, that so be it. Um, here we are, mid February, and you know, you hadn't really heard much other than the fact that he had returned to New Orleans. So, uh, not not completely surprising if that was indeed the case. Now there was there are others uh, like our own Jeff Duncan who feels a little more optimistic that he's playing uh, this year at right. some point. So I guess we'll see. Um, but when you talk about Zion and you talk about recovering from injuries, I mean. You know, that that's just a part of the deal. So uh, I would say not not surprising either way, but I do think organizationally and perhaps us in the media, we've kind of moved into that lane of if he comes back, great. If not, this is who they're rolling yep. with. And honestly, if he does come back, you'd have to re-gel things again to, to, exactly. to get a guy like Zion, who's a very unique player, with a guy like McCollum and mm-hmm. a guy like Ingram, and re- kind of set the rotation. How long does that take to readjust to? So all important factors. So I guess we'll see with Zion Williamson. Sean, as always, man, really appreciate your take. Let the folks know about uh, the, the programming at Fox 8, uh, of course, your award-winning blog, how they can find you on social media, and, of course, don't forget about the podcast. Yeah, at Sean Pazan, Fox 8 on Twitter. Our podcast, the Overtime Podcast, is going to do one tomorrow uh, with the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast. Check that out on the Final Play app. Uh, my blog, the After Further Review blog on fox8live.com. And then, of course, Sunday night, the Final Play. Check us out at 1030 on Fox 8. Thanks, my friend. Always appreciate the time. Thanks, bud. Sean was in a Fox 8 Sports. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. Uh, you need help? They're there for you, 24-7, 365. That's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? The new Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store, gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you love. With a store that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream, so you, without actually screaming. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle for women and men, your personalized store. We're so you. Exergen wants you to know about an important study just released by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has known all along. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate the rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NOLACumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. All right, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open. We're going to find out more about the specials with Scott Craig as he joins us a little bit after 5 o'clock this afternoon. Thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us on the program. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back.
Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. By the Katie's family of restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. 106.1 FM on your um, radio dial, iHeartRadio app, tune in app, great way to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Uh, Anchors our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. 
And, of course, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That is tomorrow, every Thursday at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page on Thursday at 1. And then the first rebroadcast is 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce every Thursday night. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday um, afternoon at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And uh, if you need to contact me, you can contact me through um, uh, one of those uh, social media platforms or Eric at EricAsher.com is a way to contact us as well. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Thanks to Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the show. Uh, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is about a minute away. Breaking news out of Las Vegas. Um, Two more men were arrested today. Uh, Police have issued a warrant for another NFL player related to the Las Vegas nightclub fight involving uh, New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara. Uh, Of course, Kamara. Uh, was accused of beating a man in Las Vegas strip club on, on the Las Vegas Strip nightclub on February the fifth. Uh, Kamara was with a group that uh, that attacked Darnell Green near an elevator, according to police. Christopher Lamons, uh, a cornerback for the Kansas City Chief, uh, Chiefs, also faced charges of conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. A warrant has been issued for his arrest. Darren Young and Percy Harris were arrested on Monday, and they faced the same charges as Lamons. Uh, the two will appear in court on March 16th. Kamara is, uh, is scheduled to appear in a Las Vegas courtroom on, on, uh, on March the 8th. Um, of course, we know the story. Uh, Kamara said that he heard uh, that um, uh, the man called one of, his, uh, one, one of his entourage ugly before the fight broke out. Uh, he thought that the victim was running away. He chased him and punched him. Police say that, again, that the video evidence within the uh, casino refutes Kamara's uh, story and allegedly shows Kamara, uh, Kamara's group striking first uh, uh, and, of course, um, uh, Kamara attacking Green, immediately punching him at least eight times, five of those when he was conscious, three when he was unconscious. So, again, that is, that is according to the Associated Press. Uh, at least three more uh, individuals have been arrested and was a warrant. I mean, two more individuals have been arrested. There's a warrant for a third. Uh, Kansas City uh, Chiefs quarter, uh, cornerback uh, is part of the mix there. All right, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig from Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Scotty, how are you? I'm great, brother, but I, I get on the phone and I start hearing about arrests. And that's why I don't watch the news. <laughs> Sound like my wife. Yeah, I don't watch it anymore, man. She doesn't watch the news. She asked me what's going on. She says, "I got you. You can tell me. You tell me everything that's going on." And I watch all four here, obviously. You know, all four stations now. That now that Channel Twenty Six has real news once again. So I'm, um, I'm watching all four every night. But that's all frustrating. I, man. I mean, this thing with Kamara is frustrating because he's gonna he's gonna lose time. I mean, how do I don't know how he doesn't lose some time. You know, like I said since the beginning, I think they could. There's probably because he's never been in trouble before. There's a way legally for him to maybe downgrade these charges. Maybe it's a misdemeanor. Maybe he's doing um, a community service and paying a fine and not doing any jail time. Uh, but as far as the NFL goes, I mean, if there's video evidence that, again, that, you know, that he's beating on, on this individual, that, again, this individual is being stomped, 
uh, they're not going to let it go, and he's going to have to miss time. And that's why I've been really campaigning for Leonard Fournette and, and going in there and you know trying yeah. to get Godwin, trying to get Fournette off that off that Tampa Bay uh, roster because you again you weaken Tampa Bay and you know you strengthen your own team at the same time. Buffalo's going to get him, baby. Watch. Well, it's going to come down to money. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, you know, he's got his ring. Does he want to come home? Does he not? You know, where, you know. Get a lot. I mean, how much does he have left on uh, tread on the tires? If he comes to New Orleans, one thing he knows is he'll be splitting time uh, with Kamara, and, and, and again, that that lengthens both of their careers. Um, but that could be a pipe dream here. Again, we you know we, we we have no idea what Leonard Fournette's thought process is on where he wants to play. I know that when when he was uh, a free agent from Jacksonville. He had mentioned in, in an article about wanting to come back home, but that never that never materialized. You know, it could happen. You know, but it's all about money, man. You know. Yep, no doubt, mm. no doubt. Scotty, before we get started, I want to talk, talk a little bit about the restaurants. What's going on with the restaurants? As far as again, we're just a few weeks out from Mardi Gras. Uh, obviously, Endemion is going to be rolling on on, on on the traditional route on Canal Street, which means just a couple blocks from your place. Uh, also, again, um, catering out of Francesca, and of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. Tell us all about it, man. Everything's doing really, really well. Um, uh, Valentine's Day was incredible at at, at Katie's. Um, we, we just had a great night. Um, Mardi Gras gearing up. We're going to have Mark Coleman's trio playing at uh, Katie's on Mardi Gras. Oh, no, I'm sorry, on Endymion Saturday. Um, and, and we're just gearing up for, like, Mardi Gras, man, because Lundi Gras is, like, our biggest day of the year, believe it or not. Um, Mardi Gras Day has turned into a monster because lots of people just like to go out to eat now on Mardi Gras Day. And Katie's is a go-to place. Um, Francesca will be open Mardi Gras Day. We're very busy there. Uh, Francesca's really taken off, Eric. Um, I'm really, really, really – you know, it, they always say it takes you three or four years to get a business mm-hmm. off the ground and get it rolling. Sure. Um, you know, and even through COVID, I thought we'd have really gotten very busy quicker, but we're, we're getting to where we wanted to be. And that's great. I'm really, really excited about everybody's support and, and I appreciate it more than you could possibly know. But, um, you know, Bienvenue's doing well. I mean, everything's just rolling right along, man. You know, we're going to start up steak night after Mardi Gras again at Katie's. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an $18 filet with potato and salad. Oh, come on. <laughs> We're hoping <laughs> you boozers come in and drink up. Yep. No doubt. Well, a, a nice glass of wine or a few cocktails with you know, a, steak like, a steak like that is awesome. Yep, yep. But things are great, man. I'm happy as a clam. and You know, I mean, the cost of goods is just skyrocketing. We are paying $0.80 cents per oyster right now. Eighty cents an oyster. Eighty cents for an oyster, man. Wow. I mean, that's like crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It's across the board, though, Scott. It's ev- It's in every sector. I mean, everything is yeah. more expensive. And I was reading the other day about cars. You know, again, that that you know, the days of three hundred dollar car notes are over. 
you know, that you can't even find a used car and, 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 and have a, a $300 car note now. You know, used cars are are, are are at a premium now because there's not enough of them out there. Uh, with the with the computer chip issues that we're having right now, obviously, again, new cars have skyrocketed. So, I mean, from vehicles to again, uh, well, food, uh, you know, even even the Valentines with with you know uh, flowers and and candy were more expensive this time around uh, than than what we've seen in the past. It's just it's amazing. Again, again, how things are, the the prices have inflated on, on just things just all the way across the board. Yeah, and you know, but I, I gotta get, I gotta tip my hat to Mossy Olds. I had a computer chip go out in my uh, my new Yukon, uh, uh, and they had it in stock. Took care of it that day. They do a great job there in service. Mossy Olds, Joe Mossy has has got a good thing going there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah, it, it's it's insane how much stuff's gone up and. You know, we finally had to raise our prices a little bit. You know, I didn't want to do it, but, you know, we had taken quite a hit in six months by not doing it. So we just didn't have a choice. Um, it's just, it's been tough, man. It's been a tough year. But you know what, man? It's all about your staff and the people around you and the sure. great attitudes that all my teams have. And we, we just get through it, man. It doesn't matter. We just keep fighting. And, and then the unbelievably loyal support that we have from the community sending customers from out of town. And it's just, I'm blessed, Eric, I'm blessed. And I can't complain about anything. I'm good. That's beautiful. Scott, let's talk a little bit about the Pels. Let's start off there. Um, You've been, we've been watching intently, you and I, you know, and um, you know, I've talked about the transition period with McCollum coming in, losing a guy like Josh Hart, what he meant to this team. We're seeing that now. Um, but when you look at McCollum, just the player, uh, and you look at CJ, I mean, he is just, I mean, he is a step above. Look, again, I I hate to even say this because, again, it's almost throwing shade on on Drew Holiday as great of a a guard as he was because, you know, he he was an offensive guard. He could could play, he could shut down guys, and we saw it, right? But he might be the second best guard in the history of the organization behind Chris Paul. Oh, you talking about CJ? Yes. He most, he most definitely is. He most definitely is. And I've been to two games in the last week. I went last night. Um, it was very, very disappointing. I, I think they were tired from the night before. But losing Josh Hart on defense, um, this team is struggling defensively. And it showed last night really bad. I mean, we played them without John, John Moran. And they just couldn't miss a shot, man. There was nobody on them. They were just taking wide-open shots. And I'm like, gosh, man, you know, it was, it was frustrating to watch. Um, you know, B.I. didn't have his best game last night either. Uh, I love what I'm seeing out of Jax. He's doing a great job. Um, I just, this team has not come together since the trade, not yet. Even though they won by 30 the night before, and I know, but I actually missed that game. But um, it's just, I hope this team comes together because they still have that that look of a high school team playing together, high-fiving, and it seems like McCollum is fitting right in with that. Um, it, it seems like he wants to be here. It sure would be nice to have a healthy Zion Williamson and see what, what he can do. 
um, with this with this team. But, you know, from what I understand, we're not going to see him. Um, they've just got a little ways to go, man. They've 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 got to figure it out on defense. Um, and uh, they just need to figure each other out. You can see how McCollum and 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 uh, Bi are trying to play together to be a, a great right. twosome. Um, I think they're going to be a really good combo. Uh, last night, um, oh man, the big guy's name that we traded. Um, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. He had a heck of a game, man. He played better. And they threw a lot of size at the Pels last night. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean. And they're athletic. Know, yeah, they're honestly, athletic. Tyrus Jones had a great game, man. I mean, he really did. Yeah, he had he 27 did. points last night. Uh, again, uh, And, I mean, uh, you know, coming on a guy that, that again, was, was subbing for, for, for Ja. So, uh, I mean, he played really well. I think um, he had a lot of wide open shots. Mm-hmm. I got to give him that. I mean, he, you know, they were dishing it out to him, and they were moving the ball around better than we were. Well, he had nine assists as well. So, I mean, again, he was passing the ball. Yeah, they were moving the ball around. The ball movement by the Memphis Grizzlies is what ball movement should be. From what well, I you've saw seen, the Pels time. emulate that. I mean, look, when the Pels are at their best, and look, I, I, I buy into it, right? Uh, what does what does Willie Green say? 0.5 seconds. That ball's got to stick in your hands that long. You want to be able to get that ball out. If you're not shooting, get it over uh, again. Give up that good shot for the great shot. And we've seen more of that as there's been a buy-in to Willie Green's culture. I mean, we've seen this now. Again, there's a transition period here now, uh, but when you know when they won a little bit of a winning streak, you saw that ball moving, and that's what you saw out of Memphis last night. And that's something they do every night. Yeah, it it just looked like the Pels were tired last night, and. I, I I don't know. It just it wasn't a good performance. They 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 kept fighting to get back in it, and then they'd have a couple of stupid turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I have complete faith in Willie Green. I think he's the best thing that they that David Griffin could have done. Yep. Um, I, I think he's going to be a great coach in this league, and I just hope he stays with the Pelicans and is successful with the Pelicans for a long time. You know. I well, there's definitely, definitely, definitely a buy-in. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you can see it from the players. Uh, it, it, we, we didn't see that buy-in with Alvin Gentry, not 100%. You know, there was no buy-in with Van Gundy at all. There seemed to be a revolt. But no. there seemed to be a buy-in for him. And, and, look, when McCollum says he wants to come play for Willie Green, when he wants to come yeah. play in New Orleans, play with B.I., wants to play with Valanchunas, uh, that, that, that's a plus. That's something we have not heard in a long time of, again, a player wanting to play with certain players or for a coach or playing in the city of New Orleans. Yeah, you know, I tried to congratulate congratulate uh, Griff last week. I sent him a text, but I think he big-timed me. I didn't, get the re- I didn't get the return thank you or anything. So I got big-timed by the GM. <laughs> but anyway. He must see um, you on this program. Huh? It said he must hear you on this program. Oh, uh, I've never said anything but good about him. That's the yeah. only time I've said anything. Well, it's, it, 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 again, it, it's the company you keep, my friend. It's the company you keep. Let's let's grab a call. Jack is in River Ridge. Jack called at two six zero one zero six one. Hey, Jack, how are you, bud? Uh, good evening, heard, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, Jack. I heard from Jack today. How you doing, buddy? All right. You? Phenomenal, man. 
I'm good. Glad to hear it. You're right, though, man. The price of stuff's going up everywhere. It's bad for everybody. But yeah, hey, look, I, I got a, I got a Pelicans and the Saints question. But Scott, I have a very important question for you. I want you to tell me: Am I just having delusional memories of my childhood? But at what point did King Cake become cinnamon rolls colored with purple, green, and gold sugar? I mean, I realize not everybody's doing that, but way too many people are doing that. Well, I think um, Kaluta's is a great example of a king cake, a stuffed king cake. I'm actually selling them at the deli, um, and we sell a whole lot of them. I do like Kaluta's a lot. Um, there's, there's a king cake on the West Bank called uh, High Dough. I don't know if anybody's heard of it, but it's a little bit more traditional, if that's what you're looking for, kind of a McKenzie's-like. Um, it's actually really outstanding. Um, I know everybody's on the Dong Fong wagon, but I think Dong Fong's okay. They last a long time. But my favorite is Kaluta and Haido. I'm going to have to try that because, I mean, I yeah. can get cinnamon rolls any, any time of the year. I don't need that. No. I know what you're saying. You can get the traditional cake. I believe you get the traditional McKenzie's cake at Tasty Donuts, if I'm not mistaken. They got a lot of products that, again, were McKenzie products at, at Tasty. So my guess is that they're doing king cakes as well. Um, uh, another great place to get a king cake is called Party Palace out in Kenner. But I think you have to call and reserve the king cake. But they got some pretty good king cakes there. Some of them get a little heavy-handed on the cinnamon. You're right. Um, guys, about, about the Pelicans, first of all. Look, you're right. CJ is a really, really good player. But, but I agree also that the defense isn't the same. And – um. My thing, though, is, you know, people are saying that it's taken a while for the Pelicans to, you know, to get things together with the new players. Yes. Portland completely redid the team, and they're undefeated since the trade. Are they really? No, yeah, they have not missed a beat. They have not, I agree. And Josh Hart has fit right in. I think he's got double figures in, 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 um, uh, in both of the games that he's played. and But he's a guy that can make a niche for himself because of the way he plays. I mean, all out, d- defends, rebounds, one of the best. He's not, he might be the best rebounding guard in the NBA right now. And, of course, he's a one-man fast break as well. Oh, did we get killed on the boards last night? We got killed on the boards last night. They just out-hustled us. They really did. Yeah. And it, it, it was disappointing, man. I hated losing Josh Hart, man. It's not good. Whatever. No, he was my he was my favorite player on the team. Look, no Jackson doubt. Hayes is playing Jackson Hayes is playing better, but he really needs to hit the weights because you're right. He got pushed around last night. And he's not the only yeah, one. Yeah. He's not the only no. one. But yeah. Um, and, and guys, about the about the uh, the Saints offensive coordinator position. Yep. Do y'all think in in order to make that higher that they have they have to have some idea of who that quarterback is already? You think they've already settled on maybe Jameis or whoever it's going to be? No, I think it's the opposite. I think you got to get your, your coordinator in, in place first, and then and then figure out what your quarterback's going to be. Look, just based on what they've done so far, right? They they they, they bring in uh, uh, was it Montgomery from um, from Indianapolis? He's an RPO guy. Uh, Prince was a guy that again uh, from Dallas that that is um, uh, you know it comes from the Boise straight Boise State uh, uh, coaching tree, and then they bring in Jay Gruden today, who uh, again has had a little bit of an RPO uh, in, in his offenses at times. Uh, but, I mean, and then, of course, the, 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 what we're hearing today, the reconsideration uh, by, um, 
by uh, uh, Carmichael that maybe he'll take the job you know, when it's all said and done. But I think you've got to figure out what offense you're going to run, okay? And based on – I mean, based on what he's done so far in terms of Allen and his interviews, I'm not sure what direction he wants to go. And, I, and, I, and I'm including Eric Bieniemy in that because they interviewed him for six hours as a head coach. So if ultimately, he, you know, he wants to move on as an offensive coordinator elsewhere, they have all the information they need to know about what he, what he wants to do. So is Carmichael being considered or what? What's going on with that? There was a, there was a, it was a, uh, uh, something I read today that said that Carmichael is reconsidering uh, the, the the offensive coordinator position. But and my monologue today was about either you're all in or you're all out. I mean, if you got to be talked into the position, no. are you, is that the guy you really want? No, the guy you really want is Eric being If you can get him, you know, they just have to open the checkbook. You know. Well, he's got to want to leave. He's got to want to leave Kansas City. I mean. You know, if, if mean, he's the if he's the coach in waiting, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, why would you come to New Orleans? Right. I wouldn't. Right. Exactly. I, I get that. I totally get that. Guys, the only thing about the enemy, I, I have no idea whether he's a good coach or not, but but it would be hard to be a bad offensive coordinator with those weapons. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's the, and, Jack, that's the biggest problem in New Orleans right now, okay? The, the offense was not the issue. You know, you had a Hall of Fame quarterback that retired, and then and then your starter got, got, got injured at the set, at the set was it six, seven games. Okay, the guy you were going to ride with, and then of course you, you had a you had garbage in the wide receiver in the wide receiver room. Uh, everything was on Kamara's back because again, ultimately your tight ends didn't mature, and then you had injuries on the offensive line. I mean, so I mean, it it, it comes down to again players. Okay, that's what it comes down to. Uh, now, as I mentioned earlier this week, in the Peyton offense. He's had players that have had high football IQ that, that may have overcome maybe their shortcomings as an athlete. Uh, but at the same time, most of the time, again, these guys were pros, and, and they, could play, they could play the game. Some of the guys who were on the field for the Saints this year, uh, once they upgraded that roster, they won't be here anymore, and they won't be yeah. anywhere. You know, I heard um, something today about the Saints maybe picking up Teddy Two Gloves and then bringing in Matt Corral to, to kind of – just learn the offense behind him. Well, uh, again, that, everything that, that I've heard out. is that that they 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 the, in the building they like Teddy Bridgewater. Now, the, I've never heard that again. They're going to get Teddy Bridgewater in here, pay him, you know, twenty million a year, and that they're going to draft a quarterback. Now, maybe that's that, that's that's their, their their plan down the line. But again, uh, the the overriding thing I've heard from my sources is that they like Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Well. Um. I don't know about that, but, you know. If they, if but, again, if you bring in a Matt Corral, Matt Corral is a different player than Teddy Bridgewater. Matt Corral's yeah. an RPO guy. Teddy Bridgewater can run the RPO, but, again, he's more, he is more um, suited and more comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, I, I tell you I what, Teddy Bridgewater was – I'm sorry. Like you Go said, ahead, they need receivers, too. Teddy Bridgewater was completely surrounded by weapons in Denver this year and looked very mediocre. That's why they let him go. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. And what he that. did what yeah. Peyton wanted him to do when Breeze went out. Manage right. the game. Don't have to, don't lose the game for us. Manage the game. And he did. So, I mean, again, is that what they're looking for right now as a game manager? We don't know. Because we don't know who the offensive coordinator is, and that's to me that's the biggest issue right now. And look, I realize it's only been what a week, and, and so it's been eight days. 
But by now, you pretty much, I mean, if you're going to be a head coach and, you're, and, you're, and you know you're in the running, you probably already have a pretty good idea of, again, who you want on your staff and who you don't. And that's, and again, look, maybe I'm a little impatient, but I, I think it should have been done by now. You know, I mean, it should definitely Scott, be done before the end of the week. Guys, one last question, I'll get out. Um, I, I've always thought Jay Gruden was a pretty good offensive coach. Any Me chance too. that he has, to pay, uh, he has to pay for his brother's problems? I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't. I don't think so. I, again, when I, when his name was mentioned today, I thought that was an interesting name because again, he has he has been an offensive, um, uh, a very very strong offensive coach, head coach guys, not so I, much. I, offensive I missed, coach. I missed that. Who you're talking about? Who was that? Jay Gruden interviewed oh, yeah. yesterday for the Saints offensive coordinator's job. Okay, cool. I'm a little bit behind. I've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he wanted to know if he was going to see if he was going to have to suffer because of what his brother did, you know, the the, the comments that were no. made. I don't think so. Absolutely not. I don't That's think not so. Fair. Yeah, I don't think so at all. Hey, Jack, always man, appreciate the call here. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Joe is in Mandeville. UT Joe's in the house. Yes, I'm Yo. Yeah, and a little caveat on Jake Rudin. Uh, there was a stipulation that he wanted Bill Callahan as the offensive line coach. You know who this guy is, Bill Callahan? He's yeah. the one that built. That ruined the Raiders. No, Well, yeah, he was a head coach, but he is the best offensive line coach out there. He was the one that built the Dallas Cowboys offensive line five years ago. And then he goes to Philadelphia, makes them world beaters, and they win the Super Bowl. Then he goes to Washington and had a decent season, and then he went to, I'm telling you, if Jay Gruden is your man and you get Bill Callahan, then I would have a little bit of confidence in what y'all got. Maybe, just maybe, you would have a Super Bowl team. But I don't see that happening because you still don't have a quarterback. Now, I do That's like exactly that. right. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> nobody knows it. Right. Until, you, until you know who the quarterback is, you have no, you have, nobody has any idea right. of what this team is going to be. So who would you like to see as the same quarterback? Mm, I'm, I like this McCoy? idea of corral and bring in a veteran and then draft one because there's really – do you want Deshaun Watson? I mean, he came out and said he wants to go to Tampa Bay or the Vikings. Are you willing to go get him? Well, I'd love I, I don't know him. if Deshaun Watson's going to work in New Orleans with a female owner. I just don't. Ooh, you know, I, I just – I don't, I don't right think it's going to work. I, I just Real don't quick. think – I don't, I don't think Mrs. Benz is going to sign off on that. I just don't. Arch Manning, adding two schools to the list here, LSU and Florida. Mm-hmm. Are you getting excited? Are you, are you, are you buying that? Wait, a minute, let me ask you, Joe, are you buying? See, to me, you know what it means? <laughs> Just me outside looking in. He's getting pressure from people around school and in the city as they see him. Why is LSU not on your list? So you put LSU on the list. People quit asking about why LSU is not on the list. Yeah, that's you know. I mean, saying Cooper, Cooper said it. That's his daddy. His daddy. No, said. I get it. But again, it diffuses that situation. Look, I, I'm going to tell you this way: I'm not a betting man, right? But <laughs> I, I surely would not bet my house that again there'll be a Manning quarterback in the LSU Tigers. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'll let you go. Nice talking to y'all. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate the phone call. No. How about you, uh, Scotty? 
I mean, I just don't. I mean, it's nothing against the Mannings. I love the Mannings. Archie Manning, one of my favorite players of all time. I love that Pope Payton and Eli were successful in the NFL. I mean, I'm proud, again, of the, of the Manning um, uh, family. And, again, that, again, that Archie, at a time when he could have went back to Mississippi, he adopted New Orleans and, again, raised his kids here. All that's a great, all that's a great um, uh, story. But at the end of the day, they didn't want to go to LSU for, for, for various reasons, okay? And I don't think this is going to change with Arch. I, I don't either. And um, I do. I love the Manning family, especially Cooper. Um, I've gotten to know Cooper a little bit, and, and he's a good, good, good man. Um, he frequents Francesca, and he's just – you know, he comes in elite by himself, and he's just like the nicest laid-back guy you ever want to meet. And, you know, of course I want to bust his chops about, hey, where's Arch going? But I'm not doing all of that. And, you know, Arch will make a decision for himself, and and um, I don't think it's going to be Baton Rouge, even though I, I think Brian Kelly brings a lot to the table for, a, for someone like a Manning that wants their son to be in a good situation, he, you know, like he would have never come to play for Ed Orsborough, you yeah. know, but um, that, that could be one of the reasons why they're back in the mix because Kelly's there. But to it me, it, it diffuses the issue. Nobody's asking everybody every time they see him out, how come LSU's not on the list? What's wrong with LSU? LSU's on the list now. So, again, he's reconsidering it. It is what it is. Hey, Scott, I'm way behind on my break. Let's take it now. We come back. We'll consider the conversation. You listen to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, sales and service of generators are their business. Uh, first of all, again, financing available to generators. You can pay that over time. Uh, remember, again, um, uh, the, the, when it comes to generators, uh, they'll sit down with you, find, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then they'll put you on the calendar. And when, and when they put you on that calendar for that date, they're coming out, and they're going to do a single-day install for you. Financing available with generators, I mentioned. New install quality check after one month. And then when it comes to service at the sale, impeccable. 24-7, 365 emergency service. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. When it comes to generator sales and service, hey, you can have the prices. But make sure, again, you call Burkhart. Let them come out and give you a price and see, again, what they can do for you when it comes to generator sales and service. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. If you were raised up, raised right, up right, you're one of us. 1061 Nash Icon has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn, sun. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August, and Nash Icon is sending you there. That's my kind of night. Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work. Get the code to text from Scott Innes anytime between 10 and 4. When you have it, text it to 68255. Luke Bryan tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Aminotech Biocenters. Did you know blood plasma collected by Aminotech Biocenters is used for several life-saving therapies? And did you know you could earn hundreds of dollars safely donating yours? Go to Aminotech.com or call 985-288-2680. Start earning cash and saving lives. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Veterans and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to Canal and delays pick back up 
on the 610, well, it's actually delays are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Westbeck Expressway, the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And look out for delays on the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays are steady if you're traveling going on the southbound side on the 310 from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972 by the Piazza family. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tire. They offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something to fit everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. You need a new set of wheels? You know, again, they're your wheel experts. Again, wheels and tires of the 30 inches and financing available. You need help with your vehicle? ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you give the dealership. Again, it is Southern Tire. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Uh, you go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, even that diagnostic page that may give you a clue on, again, why your vehicle is not running correctly. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig with us till 6 as well. Uh, Scotty, uh, before we move on to uh, the University of New Orleans basketball, talk some college basketball. Um, it was specials for tonight at uh, Katie's. Uh, uh, Bienvenue, Francesca, anything you want to add? Well, today's Mama's Meatloaf Day at all three places. Um, we also have the Pivoto Barbecue and Fish Special tonight. And we have Steak Night coming back soon after Mardi Gras. Um, We've got lots of fresh redfish. We've got beautiful double-cut pork chops. We've got some beautiful uh, um, uh, prime filet that we're that we're uh, that we're doing on special tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mama's meatloaf, man, come get it. We sell yep. out every Wednesday. <laughs> and, and of course, don't forget about the family meals over at Francesca as well. Francesca, yeah, and we're going to be doing the seafood platters in full force for Lent. And yes. we will be donating a dollar for every seafood platter or catfish platter that we sell to the Hospitality Foundation. So Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Speaking of beautiful, uh, the University of New Orleans Privateers, 8-1 and in the conference, 15-9 and overall. Uh, a lot of people haven't been out to the lakefront to see them, but they're 10-2 and at home right now yep. and are leading the Southland Conference. Um, uh, just an amazing transformation. Uh, for Coach Sless and his ball club. Yeah, man, it's, he's finally gotten, you know, a, uh, he's gotten some length. He's got some size. He's got a couple of really good big men, and he's got the best, some of the best guard play in the country, not just in the conference. Um, uh, Derek St. Hilaire, Troy Green, I mean, they're, they're just, you got to come see it to believe it. I mean, UNO's playing phenomenal basketball right now. They play well together. They remind me of what I was talking about the Pelicans earlier. I mean, they're excited to play with one another. You can see sure. it. They play great defense. They're well coached. I mean, there's a real good product on the lakefront right now, and and it's also the best run arena in the in the country, man. Marco Perez and his staff do a phenomenal job running that arena, and it's a great place to see a basketball game. It, it really is. You see right now the transformation on on, on Ferret Street with, with Tulane. You know, they're, they're, again, it's a smaller arena than, again, the 10,000 that you can get into the uh, at Lakefront. Uh, you know, I think it seats around around 3,000 in, 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 in uh, uh, the old Fogelman. Um, but uh, what is it, Devlin Fieldhouse now. Tulane now 9-5 and five in their conference. They are fourth yep. overall, 12-11 and 11, 12 and 11 overall uh, as far as the, uh, the season goes. And there's been a lot of energy uh, behind what's going on at Tulane yep. with Ron Hunter's team. And it's good to see. 
you know, it takes us back to, again, when Perry Clark was there. And, and look, I want to see us getting back to where when it was Tim Floyd out on the lakefront with, again, folks coming out right. to be able to see them. And then, of course, Loyola, uh, you know, second in, in the NAIA with just one defeat all season long. They're blowing teams out. The only team they lost to was Faulkner, and that was coming off of, again, COVID-19 where they didn't have a lot of players available. Otherwise, they'd still be undefeated. They seem to be the class right now of NAIA. So a lot yeah. of great college basketball being played here in the city right now. And, and not to mention Xavier playing really good ball as well. They, uh, Loyola played the privateers in an exhibition and beat them. They beat us. So, I, I mean, they've got an outstanding team. Um, Coach Hunter at Tulane, I said it when Tulane hired him, and I think you remember it. They mm-hmm. got a great coach. I watched him in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament for several years coaching at Georgia State. And this guy's the real deal. And he just needs to get some talent at Tulane. And he's starting to get it. And yep. Tulane is going to be a program to be dealt with if they can if they can hold on to Ron Hunter. I mean, not only is he a class individual and a great person, because I have also met him. He frequents the deli. And I've mm-hmm. also met him and talked to him. I really like the guy. But he is a phenomenal basketball coach. And you can see it on the court with Tulane. Oh, yeah. Again, they've added size. They got guys that can score from anywhere on the court. Uh, they 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 are they're a tough they're they're a tough team now. Look, uh, much like the Southland, uh, in order for Tulane to be able to get into the big tournament, uh, again they're going to probably win their they have to win their conference tournament. The Southland, in order to get a bid, you have to win the Southland. Um, you know, the hope is that, again, UNO can get that bid, get get into the big dance, and, you know, maybe Tulane uh, upset and have a chance to be able to get there. If not, they're, they're NIT worthy. There's no doubt about that. They're going to be in a they're going to be in a second. They're going to be in a in a, in a, a tournament a post uh, season. The American, the American gets more than just the, the tournament champion. No, they do. They do. And then, look, it's going to come down to again RPI. Uh, you know the, the the you know everything else that they've got going on. I mean, right now, still LSU is like a seventh seed, right? So look, yeah. they, what are they? They're fifth yeah. in the conference. And they're not they're even six good. and six. They're five hundred in, in the conference right now. Eighteen and seven overall. And, and of course, you know they they they've won their last two games, which is against A and M and Mississippi State, yeah. which is helping them. But uh, they got a long road ahead of them uh, in they, the SEC. They have tournament. no depth, Eric. They have no depth, and then they lose Pinson, they're done. You know, I mean, if if Pinson gets hurt hurt again, they're done. I mean, that team goes as Pinson goes. And so far, so so far, it has been that way, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, they just don't have any depth, and and Darius Days has got to be hitting. He's yeah, got to be I mean, scoring. He's hit and miss. You know, Tyree Easton is incredible. Okay, an incredible. Yeah, he's the best six man in all of college basketball. There's no doubt about that. But Darius Days, his range really, really helps this team. Uh, and, and look, they got to get back to the defensive principles that put them in a position where they were early. Uh, they're right. playing better. They played better defense in the last two games against A and M Mississippi State. But there was a lull there for a while where Bad they just team, weren't playing man. the type of defense that they were they early. Got, they got beat by Ole Miss. I mean, they're just. They're inconsistent, and they've just got to play better. They've got to get back to that defensive philosophy yep. and count on Pinson to get them where they need to be. I mean, they can't compete with Kentucky and Tennessee and Arkansas right now. I mean, you know, those are good teams. I mean, yeah, they're playing Georgia tonight. They're going to blow Georgia out. But, I mean, you know, keep, they, they beat Texas A&M and Mississippi State. They were supposed mm-hmm. to, you know. 
Right. So, There's no doubt. Okay. No doubt. But, I mean, again, Penn, having Pinson back really kind of turned it around for him. Scott, let's shift yeah. gears to the Super Bowl. Obviously, again, a lot of people, myself included, pulling for Joe Burrow and, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the cast of ex-Saints and, and LSU Tigers on that team. It was sad to see Odell Beckham again tear his ACL. Uh, again, that's going to set him back, no doubt about it. But, uh, um, again, uh, you know, obviously not, not happy with the outcome, but your, just your thoughts on the Super Bowl. I think if Odell would have signed with the Saints instead of the Rams, the Saints would have been in the NFC Championship game, but he didn't. Um, my thoughts on the Super Bowl, I'm sick to my stomach about it. Um, I've become a Bengal fan since Joe Burrow, you know, signed with him last year. Uh, I'm a big Burrow fan. My, my wife tells me I have a crush on him, which I think I do. I think he's outstanding, and it was disappointing to see him lose like that. Um there was some questionable play calling at the end of that game. And there were also, you know, it's amazing the way that the officials get involved in the final two minutes on the Rams drive. I, I don't understand. They weren't calling anything the whole game, including the touchdown the Bengals had in, in, the, in the first half. That was a penalty, and they didn't call it. They were letting them play until the final two minutes. And, you know, the pass interference call was highly questionable. And um, I just – I don't trust the NFL. I don't trust Roger Goodell. And I think they wanted the Rams to have a Super Bowl. But whatever, man. Um, it is what it is. The Bengals should have played better. They they need to protect Joe Burrow. They obviously need offensive linemen. I mean, that offensive line is a joke. But, you know, it is what it is. And the Bengals lost, and I was bummed out. I hadn't been that excited about a Super Bowl since the Saints were in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of and people it, felt that way. It was very disappointing to see. You know, I'm still sporting my Bengals cap, and which I've mm-hmm. had since last year when Joe Burrow signed with them. I didn't jump right. on the bandwagon. And um, it was just disappointing, man. I really wanted the Bengals to win, and they didn't. So life goes on. Yep, life goes on. We'll see. Hopefully, they don't they don't raid the Saints uh, uh, team in the off season, which they've been, they've done the last couple off seasons. So we'll see how that punt plays out. Scotty, always a pleasure. Any, any parting thoughts? We got a minute left. Yeah, just come see us. Remember, uh, Francesca, Katie's will be open Mardi Gras day, Lune de Gras the whole weekend. Um, come see us for Endymion at uh, Katie's. We've got Mark Coleman's trio playing um, that afternoon, and he'll also be playing this Saturday. So um, we've got a lot of fun going on at all the restaurants and just keep supporting us. I appreciate it. Um, the deli is just doing so well and people are starting to find out about it. and They're coming out. And we're really excited about what's going on. So appreciate you having me, Eric. And talk to you Always, next my friend. All right, Always. All right, buddy. Thanks again. That's uh, Slubby Chef Scott Craig, Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, you come home tonight, and your wife's upset. Again, the AC's not working. The heater hasn't been working. And, again, you're looking for a company you can trust. Have Burkhardt come out there, and, again, uh, uh, give, give the uh, uh, the uh, proper inspection that's necessary to be able to, again, find out what's going on with your system. If your system needs replacing, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. But they won't, again, have you replacing your system if you don't need it. They'll, they, if they can repair it, they'll repair it for you. And again, doing only the work that's necessary. For a company you can trust when it comes to your AC system, heating system, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. It's Mardi Gras season, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa, Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley-Davidson dealer group in Louisiana with three stores and growing. 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley-Davidson is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right. Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And, of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco State-of-the-Art Service Center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs as well as style and performance upgrades. This February only at Zydeco Harley receive 15% off any Stage 1 through 4 performance upgrade. Our motor clothes department has added over $100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Oma, Louisiana. If you're looking for a local professional Louisiana contractor who has thousands of squares of material in stock right in our Luling warehouse, you have found him. We can get the material out to the job and we can get the job done. Han Roofing refuses to use the cheapest products they can find. Why would anyone want to shop for the cheapest price for their insurance company? Call Han Roofing today. The number is 504-737-2228. 
All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig. Also, um, Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports. Rudy back in studio. I want to thank, again, the Katie's Family of Restaurants for them, their support of our program and all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Uh, again, you go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor our show. Uh, just click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors right there for you. Jude Young joins me tomorrow on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, that is at uh, 1 o'clock on LAE and also on the live stream on the WLA TV YouTube page. And we're back on the radio tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on 106.1 FM. Coming up next is Ken Trahan, his guest, Tim Bird, and also, again, Christian Clark of The Advocate. Stick around for that. My name is Eric Cash. I have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch of the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Catch the three tailgaters show 